Hey everybody, this is Ben Smith. So we're going to try something a little new here at Chance Bending. We are going to start bringing you startups from time to time, have them come in, talk about the startup, talk about how they're approaching business, how they think their market is working, and basically give us tips, ideas, and tricks, uh, you know, the Chance Bending life. So our first one of these is with a really interesting entrepreneur. His name is David Diakite, and David is actually a former athlete at UCF, and he is now the CEO and founder of a company called PCG Apparel. And PCG Apparel is, it stands for Pocket Compression Gear, and Pocket Compression Gear is a patented what he describes as a patented fusion of sportswear, fashion, and technology. It basically allows you to take your cell phone, embed it into your performance fabric clothes. So while you work out in tights or all of that mesh stuff, all that cool modern sort of Nike sort of gear, you can actually embed your iPhone right into it. It's a really, really cool technology, and I've seen a number of athletes using it. So we wanted him to come in, show us what it looks like, and tell us how he's done it and what he's looking to do. So hope you enjoyed today. And like I said, this is going to be a really cool series. So if you have startups, get in touch with me. You know where to find me. Uh, Benjamin Smith on Twitter. Chance Bending on Instagram. Just just hit us up, and we'd love to uh, to bring interesting startups to you. So uh, enjoy. All right, welcome everybody. We are here with none other than David Dykeite, one of Amara's boys. That guy. Yeah, of course we've got JD over there on the left. My other guy. so uh super excited to have david here david is a badass entrepreneur uh doing really exciting stuff david say hi and tell us tell us what you're up to uh my name is david dykeite i'm the founder and ceo of pro concept gear which is a wearable technology company that focuses on creating products that are problem solvers in the fitness marketplace and also in the active uh living marketplace as well so we pretty much we create products that uh that just are, are pretty much cool up to date that are kind of a, ahead of the curve and um and we just pretty much just do licensing deals and just try to just get them out to bigger companies and stuff like that so then they can generate it and give it out to the public man that is so cool that is so cool and and tell the people i i know our audience will want to understand a little bit more about what that is like Show show them what what you have here, um, just so this drives home. I think this is so cool. So this is one of our products right here. It's the it's the Pro Concept Gear shirt right here, and it pretty much has our patented mobile pocket in it, and incorporated into the gear, so that when you're working out, you don't have to have your your phone in your waistband or like. In your pocket, in your pocket, out. flapping around or falling out, or even like stick, try to stick it in your, uh, you know, your waistband and stuff like that. So, this kind of completely eliminates that problem, and it just gives you an easier way to work out. Something that's a lot more convenient. It's comfortable. Uh, you have full access to your phone with the touch screen right here, 
And I mean, ultimately, we're the only ones that's, that are doing it. So, man, how cool is that? <laughs> right. I mean, how many people like the basic problem is people need their phone while they're working out. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's one of the biggest necessities when you're working out, if not the biggest necessity. I mean, think about it. You need water. But you need music to work out. I, I won't work out without my headphones, and I'm at the point where I won't work out if I if I'm not wearing PCG because the the hassle of putting my phone in my pocket and trying to do my favorite workout, which is the bench press, and my phone falls out and shit is <laughs> just it's not fun. But with that, I can listen and 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 David, you were you, I mean, you guys were you guys met. In fact, you're both uh, what I would deem as like nearly. Would you consider yourself a professional athlete at, at some point? I mean, I think of college athletes as like professional athletes, but uh, I would I would say I mean I had I had an opportunity to play pro basketball, but I didn't to pursue this. Yeah. So um, I mean, I, I definitely I would say that I had the skills to do it, but I a I serious athlete. Maybe that's I'm a serious I'm a serious yeah serious right? athletes. There we go. I deserve a max contract. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> League fucked up, not, <laughs> not I, but yeah. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at here is that you understand what athletes need. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've played sports my whole entire life, so I know you know the ins and outs of what you know what makes us feel good while we're playing, or or, or in what doesn't. So, you know, just being an athlete and playing playing you know collegiate basketball and always wanting to work out with my phone and listen to music, like this is something that's that I need, you know what I mean? So it was just, it was just very easy for me to just think about, you know, what's something that's easy to, to just go with, you know, something that's not going to take long, something that's just going to be something that's a problem solver at the end of the day. And, and this was it. I remember, um, like the, maybe you told me about this two years ago or something. Yeah. When we had first yeah. initially met and like, just as a former Hoover myself, it immediately clicked. Cause yeah. like, obviously, you know, you can work out, and if somebody got a, a Beats pill or something like exactly. that, you can you can listen to music. But not many you, not many people like us go through the experience of like, all right, it's two hours before the game. You go out for warm ups, exactly, and you want to listen to your own music. Yep. Everybody's played the game where you know yeah, tuck you, it in, uh, keeps falling. It but don't work. <laughs> if I could have had that, man. Yeah, and, and wireless headphones have just made this more important. Exactly. Yep, made it a lot more convenient. I also know, I mean, uh, if you look at our, uh, of course, our producer and studio host, Alex, who is a uh, rabid CrossFit maniac, and I know you can't tell from myself, but I do a little <laughs> bit, a little bit myself. Uh, training is like an everyday pursuit. Like you're, you're talking about hours and hours a day. Like you need yeah. something, right? Yeah, like it's a, it's a discipline. Yeah. You need something to motivate you. You got to think about like, like think about athletes, but then think about like, musicians as well who who have to work out like they they have to stay fit they got to be in the gym they got to make sure they're good so that when they're on stage they're not passing out or anything like that so so they're not going to work out and not listen to anything like they're going to want to listen to their songs or at least like warm up to like something that they can get pumped to or whatever that's the same thing with athletes like we we just it's essential we need music to work out yeah i'll even go further because we actually have uh, it's a little bit geeky, but we have a uh, large voice technology following uh, with with what we're doing. And as voice becomes a bigger and bigger part of people's lives with Alexa and so forth, the idea that you can have your phone on you while you work out because you're actually going to be browsing the Internet. You're going to be doing all sorts of things. Yeah. 
right? You don't need to look at a screen, but you need you need the phone somewhere close right. to you. Close to you, exactly, right. exactly. That's so true. That's cool. So yeah. tell tell us about tell us about the business. Like, how did you get started? I think our, our audience will love to hear how you know someone like yourself, a, a former uh, college athlete, like how how you thought about it, how you dove right in. Um, well, I actually got started um, because of this guy, Amar. Um, he he just kind of just put the, the 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 entrepreneur bug in my back. At first, I was just kind of just very focused on you know basketball, just getting to the NBA, just you know just some typical things that athletes would just want to do. You know, everybody wants to make it pro, so that was kind of my thing. And then like once I seen that it's not only about sports, you know, there is something after sports. And he was working on Click. And it kind of just like opened up my, you know, my perspective of everything. And then it was just like, you know, what can I do, you know, to kind of like make sure that I'm good after I'm done playing basketball. So then I always had this idea in my head because it was a problem that I was going through. So, you know, from there, I just kind of just wanted to build on it and build on it. And then once I started to see his growth and what he was doing, I was like, well, this is like, this is possibly something that I can really do. So then I just kind of just went with it. And then, you know, all of the signs from the universe and God was just kind of just telling me that maybe this is the way you need to go. Amar, were you were you giving him advice? What were you what were you saying? Like, tell us what no, I, was, advice. I wasn't giving advice. Dave is super, obviously super smart. So he was already uh, I think he was just watching, like just noticing things and uh, and just, you know, adjusting accordingly. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is I was like early on the whole like. I am a god, not literally, but like just that whole like super tuned into yourself. I had just finished reading Magic Ladder of Success, all these yeah. Napoleon Hill books and things like that. So I was super on the whole universe thing and da 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 da. And I think that obviously rubbed off on people around me, and it, it helped people um, step into that own that own you know your own power and that type of stuff as well. And then you sort of just are now liberated to sort of do whatever you feel you can do yourself. And I think that's... Yeah, you have to learn how to listen to yourself. and Exactly. Right? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. I would agree. Dave, so go, go into like um, the first initial step. I always like to hear this. Like, I always ask Amara, like, all right, how did y'all start the label? How did y'all start Click? Amara said, I went on Google. How do you start a label? I, I, Dave might remember when I was when I just moved into that one apartment by myself yeah. and I was living for myself. Yeah, I remember. And uh, I was Google, like dealing with all these terrible developers. Like I'm talking about like people in India that were charging me way too much yeah. and delivering way too little. And I was already on some you know just psycho shit as far as like <laughs> just psycho shit in general. But um, that was my first shit was just Google like just. Googling whatever the fuck I needed and seeing what that, came out of it. Like I'm, I, I'm always fascinated to hear people because I think, like from an entrepreneur sense, a lot of people like might have ideas, but you know they're scared to step your first yeah. step. So like, I know you said you went to a seamstress, but like, what was like the first initial? How did you even do this? Um, well, it all it all started because we were we, we were inside our apartment at one point. This is this is this is when we all were living living together. Mm-hmm. And uh we were all just like brainstorming brainstorming ideas. This was after Amar, I think he like he he came through on a promise that he made to everybody at the beginning of the year. So the promise was like it was like uh he said he was like I'm gonna pay the last month rent because of something that I do with Click, whatever. I don't like, and me and Keith were literally like, uh, whatever, we don't give a shit. Like, you know we're just, we like, we just blew him off. I think I was telling him like, about to make it like my office space or something like that. Yeah, like uh-huh. he said, he said something crazy. So we were just like, yeah, whatever. So then 
that time comes and he actually does it. So we're like, yo, what the hell happened, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that he tells us, he tells us how. So then we're like, damn. So now I'm sitting there, I'm like throwing ideas out. And then Keith's like, man, shit, let's just let's just think of some 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 cool ass ideas so we could just, you know, right. just 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 get some shit going ourselves. So I'm throwing out ideas, throwing out ideas, then I throw out the idea with having a pocket and, and the compression gear. And then both of them they're sitting there, they're like, hey, that's actually a good idea. Like I would use that shit. Like mm-hmm. I need that. And I was like, well, shit, let me go ahead and just see what's going on. So then I I Googled, I Googled a, a seamstress in Orlando. And then there was this old lady who was, uh, she was, she, she, I think her shop was off of uh, Aloma Avenue or something like that. And then I, I had, uh, I drove down there to go visit her. And then I asked her, um, could she do it? And at first she couldn't do it. So she sent me to another lady. So then I went, I went to this other seamstress and then she told me that she could do it. So then she did it. And then once she did it, I, I was just working out in PCG shorts for about like three months on my own. And I was just testing it out, testing it out. That's and then the first like, prototype. That was the first prototype. You still got them? They're all cut up because I, I had to send them to like China and send them all these places so that they can like mimic them. Yeah. So it's cut up, but I still have them. Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? But uh so that was like the first prototype did people comment were were you getting people saying like oh we gotta check that out nobody knew about it really because i was just i was just working out in them but people would see me working out or playing basketball with my headphones on so they'd be like why are you playing ball with your headphones on like i was way ahead of the curve with the cords yeah with the cord i had the cord on there like man this dude's playing ball and i'm like destroying them on the court so they're like what is he doing so then from there it's like Damn, okay. Now I'm like, okay, I really have something here. So I, then I just started to draw. Then I just started to sit there and I was just drawing. I was went to the drawing board. I'm drawing for hours, for days, for days, for days. And I'm just creating this this product that is, you know, this is exactly what we see today. And then I um and then we move here. And then once we move here, Amar, Amar, uh, he had this, he Amar introduced me to this the guy named Jack McClinton. And Jack McClinton, he his girlfriend's mother is like a seamstress. Like she's she's a tailor, I'm sorry. And uh, so I showed him the product and he was just like, I showed him my, my my prototype and he was like, yo, this is crazy. Like he he can get the idea because he's an athlete too. So he's like putting everything, putting all the pieces in his head and it's just like driving him wild. So he just starts like, he starts like going crazy. He's like, yo, I want to be a part of this. But my girl's mom, she does, you know, she does uh, sewing so she can, she can sew up a sample. So... My first actual sample came from Jack's uh, Jack's mother-in-law. Let's call her Jack's mother-in-law. So that's where my first sample actually came from. So when I got my first sample, I was supposed to, he was supposed to bring the sample to me. He took the sample to Miami with him for some party or something that he, he had going on. So when he took the sample with him, he ended up meeting with this lady named Claire. And Claire is like, she's a big uh, yacht seller. In, in Boca Raton, like she's one of the largest yacht sellers in in the country, in the world. So she sees the product and she's heavy into in the fitness. She, she sees the product and immediately loses her mind. So then Jack calls me on the phone with her. She's like, hey, uh, what is this? Like, I want to meet you. Da-da-da-da-da. So then once I got this lady on my, on my tail, then I kind of knew that like I'm working with something now. Like mm-hmm. I got to really pursue this thing. So I just be sitting in the house like like working on my computer for hours, working on my computer for hours, days. These dudes going out, they're doing all their thing. Like, you know, Mar Mar had a whole bunch of stuff going on with Click. So he was like going to meetings and the whole team would go. But I'd be sitting in the house just like working on this stuff. And then one day, um, a guy named 
Jay Waxenberg, who was one of Amar's investors, he just kind of just seen me just sitting in there, just working on the stuff. And he's like, what are you working on, dude? Like, I see, I see you just kind of sitting here, like, you're wearing the same shit you wore for fucking two weeks. Like, like, like what's going on? Because I was just in it. I was just in the zone. And I showed him what I was doing. And he was just like, yo, this is crazy. So long story short, he ended up going to... <coughs> Amar and one of the other one of Amar other partners and just kind of just told him like yo I think I want to be a part of this thing that he has going on so at that point I kind of knew like at that point I was getting uh I had offers to go play pro ball oh wow so I was just like yo should I play ball or should I do this like I didn't know what the hell to do and this is I think October is coming up so like no this is August so this is when like all the guys are going out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so I'm like yo what am I like what am I what supposed to do so then um, so I'm just like praying and I just like, he put me on like meditation, all that. So I'm meditating, doing all this extra stuff, like trying to really figure it out. And then like one morning I'm inside the, the sauna. This house was crazy. We were in this crazy spot. So we had a sauna crib. I'm, I'm, I'm inside the sauna. And then this dude, the, the, the guy who's the investor guy comes up, he comes inside the sauna. We're sitting there for a little while. Um, He's asking me questions, and I'm like, "Why is this guy asking me all these fucking questions?" And I'm talking to these coaches; they're telling me about all these deals and stuff that's going on, and I'm just like, my mind is all over the place. And then he just like he tells one of the guys, he's like, "Yo, I think I really want to do this with him." So then, once that happened, like I knew that like it was over for basketball for me. I wasn't like I, I that can't was the do moment. It. Yeah, that was the moment. That was that was that was the answer that I was pretty much looking for. So then that's when I knew like I got to really pursue this thing. So that's when it, it all like. So so it sounds like you raised a little bit of funding. Yeah, I did. You raised a little bit of funding. And so so then tell us like where where's it at right now? Like you did you start distributing? Uh what what where yeah, so, can people find where can they find these things? Like what was the game plan? What's the marketing? Like our audience this is called chance bending. So like people want to understand how how the how the the shit gets fried. They're looking basically. for the gaffold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 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 then what was the what happened? I mean, well, well, you know, we 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 received funding, and then once the funding came in, then you know we had to go into media R and D. You know, being able to find manufacturing, it's it's a startup, so you literally you have to you have to do your due diligence and do everything on your own. And I'm starting by myself, so I didn't have a team. So I literally, you know, I have to find manufacturing. I have to find you know a seamstress, a, a designer. I have to find all these people on my own. So then, like, it becomes a process of you having to literally turn into like it goes from just this product to having to turn this product into a, a full on business. You know what I mean? So then like you have to start putting people in place and start delegating different things. So then it was it was it was a process because we had to go through a lot of situations dealing with manufacturing that's overseas. You have to go through a lot of different things. So, you know, once once we were able to to kind of get that under under wraps and get that under control and you know, figure out where we wanted to go with this thing, then that's when kind of like, you know, the thing started to kind of move move smoothly. And one of the things that we wanted to do as a company was um, we wanted to test the market. So our way in testing the market was coming out with a Kickstarter campaign because Kickstarter is like, it's a, it's a platform that allows like a lot of like other, like people who are into tech, people who are into fitness, all different type of uh, genres to come in and, and kind of like, you know, put their yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's it, perfect it, for it, a product like yours. Exactly. Yeah. So so we started off with, with a Kickstarter campaign. Our goal was twenty thousand and we reached our goal in thirty days. 
So, you know, after that point, you know, we just we just kind of just continue to hit the market. We started to really just focus on getting uh, like just educating people about the product. You know, that was our biggest thing, just educating people about the product, because it's the first time that this this has ever been done. People haven't seen it before. So we just wanted to kind of get it out into, you know, the hands of, you know, different celebrities, different athletes and just kind of get it tested. So that's kind of where we've been at um, since the Kickstarter campaign has ended. Uh, we've been selling product, you know, just kind of just getting things into into people's hands. But um, we we transition our focus into actually from building a brand into like uh, like a like a like a Nike or an Armour uh-huh. because that's not that that's not where our our vision is. Like that's not what the vision of the brand is. The vision of the brand is to is to provide you know uh, wearable technology and and, and wearables for these brands like Nike and like Under Armour so that, you know, we can catch the wave that they're missing. We can catch that curve that, that, you know, maybe their designers aren't seeing or, or, you know, they don't get to see what exactly athletes are, are missing, but we know what athletes are missing because we come from that background. You know, that's what we are. So that's, that's more so where we're focused on now. Our focus now is more so on, you know, the licensing of the product of the patent focusing on that more so than, you know, building a Nike or building an Under Armour because we're not an apparel brand. So basically, if Nike or Adidas is watching this, come holler at Dave and cut the check, man. <laughs> where, where can, where can, because I get mine through the homie discount, but where, yeah. where can people get it now? Um, you can find it at www.proconceptgear.com. We have a website. We also have, we're on Instagram uh, at proconceptgear. Um, I mean, through our Instagram, through our website, you can buy the gear. It's there. You can see it. You can you can read up on us. You'll get more information on it. And and you know we are we're we're also on YouTube. You can see videos. Check it out. You know, all that stuff is there. Pro Concept Gear. What's the timeline like? What's how old is Pro Concept Gear right now? Oh, uh, we've officially been marketing the product for two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's since we got the patent. Once the patent was approved, then that's when we really started to hit the whole marketing scene. Before then, we just kind of wanted to keep everything in-house so that the idea doesn't get out there so yeah you know nobody takes it but what's the strategy like what how are you thinking about blowing your company up in 2019 like like give me give me the playbook a little bit um i can't give you the whole playbook (laughs) but but um but the plan is to pretty much just attack attack uh bigger companies bigger organizations and 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 really uh utilize the patent for what it is and attack the licensing market of it Cause that's honestly, I mean, that's ultimately where, um, that's where it's at. You know, so partnerships is going to be really big for you. Partnerships is everything. Cause my goal ultimately is for the product to be seen by everybody or to see be to be seen by the world. I want it to be around the world. Now, if I try to do that on my own, I understand that's going to take a long ass time. Yeah. You know, so I have to think smart and and I have to be very strategic about it. So the smartest way to do that is to be able to license it to companies that already have the masses that have, you know, all the people that have the customers so that they can be able to distribute it out to them. How are you finding uh, or thinking about or sourcing the right partners? I, I only ask you because I want to give this to our audience because if they're sitting there with a product sort of like yours, mm-hmm. I want to share with them a little bit of the recipe. Obviously not the details exactly, yeah, but like, how do you think about that? Like, um, is it an Instagram game for you? Is it is it something different? Is it like, no, actually we we look at it way differently than a consumer style business um how how do you think about partnerships um well i think of i think of it more of like i have to see it fit um 
it has to fit with what we have going on. Um, you know, there there are a lot of brands out there, especially on Instagram. You have a lot of uh, you know, Instagrammers and stuff like yeah. that, and people who can really help you out. But um, we look at it as uh, like it, it just has to make sense with what we have going. You know, our our product it does cover a lot of different areas, but um, everything just has to kind of be along the same line. So we're not going to, we're not going to partner up with somebody who's, you know, who's working on, you know, just, I, I can't even think of just something that's just completely random. That's off the top. That's not, that doesn't have to do with, you know, fitness or mm -hmm. has to do with technology, wearable technology and stuff like that. Like we're going to try to keep everything within that realm or music or stuff like that, you know? So um, things that have, things that are like have synergy in, with what you're doing. Exactly, exactly. So Kevin Hart would apply. So Kevin Hart would apply. Like so Kevin Hart, exactly. So somebody like Kevin Hart would apply. LeBron James. DJ Khaled wouldn't apply. DJ Khaled wouldn't apply. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Don't let that distract from the fact that he still hasn't lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> Khaled would not apply. <laughs> I got you. Oh, one thing I just wanted to say real quick when we're talking about like chance bending and stuff like that yeah. is an experience I had. Um, that similar to what you were talking about as far as when you had to decide between uh, playing pro and doing oh, yeah. PCG or whatever, and maybe you can speak to it too, um, is for me personally, like I was in a similar situation as he was in the sense where I had no chance of really playing pro ball like that, but like I could have tried out for, I had tried out for the G League and things like that. And what I noticed was in that entire process, like my phone was filled with coaches and agents and all this type of stuff. Like if you go, if I went to my contacts at the time, the C section, like coach this, <laughs> coach that was like 60 names. And this just sort of speaks to like the Napoleon Hill stuff. Yeah. But like, as soon as I changed my mind to like, I mean, they're gonna, I'm just doing the music and the tech stuff and that like, I'm not pursuing this basketball life anymore. My contact list reflected it immediately. Like as angel investors, A&Rs, <laughs> all this type of stuff just began to flood my phone and it's just because my energy shifted to that kind of you immersed yourself into that yeah. yeah and i just noticed like dead weight just like all these i deleted their names eventually because i had no use for that whatsoever so i think when since you know chance bending once you dive into it like that you bend the odds like mm -hmm. sort of in your favor because you sort of like open yourself to that world things that i wasn't even paying any mind to prior to that literally existed without you know before me but I just hadn't, my mind wasn't even on it. And as soon as I shifted my, you know, my mind to that, it opened up a world of opportunities. They would tell you a lot of the stuff that happened for me happened pretty fast. Yeah, know? yeah. In like six to nine month period, things changed. So, um, and then it happened again with the music. Like it was dead. They they was, yeah. saw the whole Russ and Boogus thing from infancy yeah. damn near. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, he, you can see how once you sort of enter into a different mindset or mind space or take a different approach, it can start to just like open itself for you and you can yeah. just sort of dive into it. I, I think there's like a, a discipline uh, to focus, right? Where you're saying you have to have that focus and that Absolutely. discipline. But once you create the focus, listening is a part of the focus because then you have to actually have to draw stuff out of the you, yeah. like you can't just be so myopic that you like you're just like right in it mm -hmm. and then you don't pay attention to what's going on mm -hmm. right you immerse yourself and then you have to reflect chance ben you yeah. have to, you have to actually see what's going on there's amazing stuff going on in life there's chance there's all these opportunities and you have to be there to receive uh, it absolutely. right yeah. absolutely yeah that's beautiful you have to be aware you have to be aware to be able to receive it 
I've been having a burning question ever since you mentioned it. Like, I, I'm sure people who may want to go down the right of what you're going down, what is the patent process like? I heard it's kind of complicated, like, you know. So. It's extremely complicated. I mean, it took me, I started a patent process in 2013. I was granted my patent in 2016. Three years. So it took me three, it took me roughly three years, about like two and a half, once if you want to get technical with it. But um, it's it's a long process because you know, what you're going against, you're pretty much going against the the, the patent, the patent office um, constantly telling you that there's something that's similar to what you got going on, or or they just telling you a reason why you can't. It's not the exactly, it, it, exactly. So, so the trait you have to have is persistence. Like you just wouldn't let them tell you no. Basically. Exactly, you have to be persistent. You have to. I mean, honestly, you you have to have a budget to be able to do it. Like okay. at the end of the day, I think the patent cost me about like almost 15,000, almost like around 15 to 20,000. But that's that that was in the course of three years. Right. But, you know, that's after, you know, you're going back and forth with these people, you know, they're telling you no, and then you have to go get a patent attorney and you have to pay your patent attorney more to draw up a whole entire, you know, another description of the product. And then they have to send that back in. And then it's just, it, it's a lengthy process. And literally you can do all of this stuff and they could tell you no. Yeah. Like they can tell you that you're, that you're not going to get your patent. So for me, it was just like, you know, I have to be persistent and I have to keep on like adding stuff to it. So that's kind of that's kind of why the, the the product also got to where it's at, because I had to keep on adding stuff to it because right, it right. was like it helped you develop. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So so even now, you know, I have I have I have stuff patented for, you know, uh, my next my next right, line right, because right, right. I had to go so deep into it. But um, but the process, I mean, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty lengthy process. But if you if you're persistent with it and, you know, if. if if God is with you, then, right. then you'll get it done. What is your patent? So my patent is on uh, mobile pockets on compression apparel. So I I, I I own the patent for mobile pockets on compression apparel. Okay. So we literally, we have the only, we're the only product that has a mobile pocket on compression apparel. Wow. Other pockets have, I mean, other companies have just like, you know, pockets that you could put your phone in or whatever. But if you notice, that wave came later, that 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 that's that came in probably 2014 no, 2015 2016 after yeah i think i, I saw the been, strap before like, yeah, I was about to say the strap, strap is the, the one yeah. i used to see before where they have a strap and you can attach the phone and that yeah. also is whack yeah you some pcg <laughs> yeah the armband armband yeah, is terrible you look like ninety, <laughs> like you're in the 90s figuring it out <laughs> man i can just feel so many people out there just so jealous of you right <laughs> yeah. now yeah. <laughs> Right, like they're like, I could have thought of that. Right. Oh, it's, it's it's so simple, and and honestly, when I when I thought about it, like everybody was like, yo, like someone has to be doing, yeah, that. like Nike doesn't have this already, like nobody's doing this, and I was like, yo, nobody is doing this. So, one, thing I, one thing I always tell Dave is, I feel like like he's got to with some of my like endeavors as far as like trying to raise money, blah blah blah, but like. For me, I always had to explain what I was doing. Like I had to, this is click and blah, 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 and do the whole pitch. But like, I feel like Dave is lucky because he has something that's a no brainer and speaks for itself. It's yeah. like, you see that an idiot can pick that up and know what it does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I think it's, it's super. Yeah, he can just show it right here. Yeah, right? Like, this way, How cool is it's that? It's simple. So I think that's really <laughs> fire. So what were they, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, like what was the discrepancy if no one had done that? Like what were they trying to give you pushback on? Like, um, well, I think, honestly, I think it's a, 
I think it's a money situation. I, th I just think that they're just trying to get more money out of it because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's black and white. Like we understand that this is what it is and there's it does not exist. But, um, you know, they just try to just have you keep going back and forth because they know at the end of the day, like each time you, you bring back a submission, another submission, it's a yeah. it's a fee that you got to pay. Yeah. So. I mean, they dragged some people out. I know a guy who 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 was waiting on his patent for seven years, and they told they they told him he couldn't get it. Like they didn't grant him his patent. His patent. So and he spent way more money than I spent. So I was advised to not uh, to still do whatever you want to do, even if you have a patent or not. Like, oh yeah, I mean, still go yeah. out there because it's better to get in trouble after the fact than never get started. Oh, absolutely. What what's your like? What's your most popular product or? Like, is there a, a statement product or? Um, well, this is this is this is our statement product right now. Um, but our next line is yeah. that will be our statement product. Got but it. I, I can't. I yeah, can't really, not going into it quite yeah, yet. Yeah, I can't. I can't get into is that. Is that? Yet. Can you say if it's a 2019 thing? Oh, it's a 2019 thing. All right. It's a 2019. Right. Thing. I would say the pants, like the compression pants, are my favorite. Yeah. Oh, that was a yeah. shirt right there, right? Yeah, that was. A shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the pants are definitely the go-to product. The yeah, pants. Yeah. All right. So so if pe again, uh, give people the website one more time. Uh, Proconceptgear.com. www.proconceptgear.com. Man, I'm so excited about this because I feel like it's just like one of those things. Uh, you're a great entrepreneur because you had the, like, the discipline, the endurance to like go out there. And here you are, and it's just now. I like don't take this the wrong way. Just now, it feels like things oh, yeah. are trying to happen. Oh yeah, man, that's hats off to you. Thank it's you. Very cool. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Do you have any any uh, parting wisdom for entrepreneurs and for people out there that want to do something like you're doing? Um, just know your where, and just know your how. You know, just know where you're going and know how you're going to get there. That's the most important thing because. A lot of people they try to they try to do this and they don't know you know where they're going they just go ahead and just get started and they they, they crash so i mean i think that the most important thing is just you know know your know your know your where know your how you know know your goals plan make sure you have your plan set and know what you're doing and and don't stop like never stop yeah i love the phrase uh, stop stopping Right. Stop, stop stopping. Exactly. It's like stop the best stopping. advice ever. Just stop stopping. Stop stopping. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. 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 Well, th thank you so much. Uh, did we miss anything today? JD? No. I think that's good. Man, I, well, I, Dave, I'm so uh, excited you, you stopped by. I know our audience is going to love this. Thanks so, for having so, me. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you.